My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Entrepreneurs Enigma is a podcast for the ups and downs of entrepreneurship. So the wins and the fails that we all face being entrepreneurs, how we learn from adversity. Every week I talk to a different entrepreneur with a story to tell. I'm Seth Goldstein. Come with me on the journey. This is Entrepreneur's Enigma. Let's get started. Hey everyone, welcome to another edition of the Entrepreneur's Enigma podcast. With me is Ryan Frankel of Tassel, also known as This App Saves Lives. Hey Ryan, how's it going? Great, great, Seth. Thanks for having me on the show. Yeah, this is fun. So Ryan, you're, you went to school in, in the Philadelphia area, right? Correct. I did my undergrad uh, at Haverford College and then uh, after a stint in New York as an investor, I came back to Philly, got my MBA here at Wharton. You just can't stay away. You know, Philly is a great area. I love this area. I'm kind of partial, born and raised, so go figure. So let's see, so just say investor. Let's talk about that. So you went to Haverford, you got out and you didn't start the entrepreneurial journey on where we would think you would start it, you started on the investment side. T- tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so I, uh, you know, when I was at Haverford, um, you know, I was I, I still carried forward that dream that I was going to be a professional baseball player. I was a collegiate baseball mm-hmm. player, and you know, there's something about being five foot nine, you know, a buck fifty that you know just doesn't mm-hmm. get the scouts all that excited. And so, even oh. e- even though I had some great experiences and, and was able to to reach some some high caliber results on the field, you know, taking it to the next level wasn't for me. And so the other, you know, other, other avenue of passion of mine was, was finance and investing. And so I was very lucky to be able to start my career out at Goldman Sachs in New York. Oh, wow. Where I spent, yeah, I spent the first four years of my life, um, post, post college as a, as a private equity investor for Goldman. And, you know, yeah, I, I had a great experience. You know, say what you want to say about the the evil monster that is Goldman Sachs. Uh, it was it was phenomenal. But you came out of college and you went right to Goldman Sachs, and that's pretty impressive. I had an internship there the summer before, which helped, uh, and it oh. kind of exposed me to the firm and the firm to me. And and so, you know, the first four years, uh, the the firm basically said to me, "Look, go out there on the road. We want you to meet, you know, one on one with the." With the portfolio companies that we either had invested in already or we were considering investing in and get to know their team, you know, get to know the entrepreneurs behind the business, figure out what they need most to grow their company and and give it to them. And I did that for long enough to know that I really wanted to be in their shoes. And, you know, four (laughs) years of, of investing in these companies 
And I just wanted to be on the other side of the table. I wanted to be the recipient of capital, not the provider. And so that's when I left Goldman and, and came back to Philadelphia to get my MBA at Wharton and to rebrand myself. So you rebranded yourself. Now you're now you flipped it around. Now you're the entrepreneur that you wanted to be. And we talked previously, you had said that you had three startups, well, two prior to this. One- so when I, was, uh, when I was in grad school, I connected with a classmate of mine over a concept for a language translation business that would enable travelers to instantly connect over the phone with a live interpreter, um, regardless of where they were in the world, at whatever hour of the oh, day wow. it was. It was really to you know, help travelers navigate language barriers. And, uh, you know, this was a concept that we took through a business incubator program called Techstars. It's a mm-hmm. company that we took on the TV show uh, on ABC Shark Tank. And, um, yeah. and we had eventually grew the company out of New York for a number of years before we were ultimately acquired. And, and in, between, wow. in between the acquisition of that company and the company that I currently run today, this app saves lives, I, uh, I founded another company that, as you put it, was a a good learning experience. We definitely certainly yeah. helped some some individuals and, and grew the company along the way, but never never really were able to make make a massive company out of it. Now we're at Tassel, also known as this app saves saves lives. What was the impetus for this? I mean, first off, what is Tassel? What is this app saves lives? What's the whole crux of it? So this app saves lives is a mobile app uh, based solution that effectively rewards drivers who choose not to engage in phone-based distracted driving. And it's a company that, you know, I founded after having been pretty badly injured and and nearly killed while I was out on my bike, actually, um, riding through New York City when a driver actually ran a red light while sending a text message. And um, I was very lucky. Uh, I was able to see the car coming towards me so I could swerve to avoid the direct collision, but unfortunately ended up flipping over my handlebars, fractured my hip, my elbow and quite a number of other bones in my body. And so, ouch. yeah, ouch indeed. Um, so for me, it started out as that personal pain point, literally. And from there, you know, the entrepreneur in me wanted to come up with a solution to solve this problem, which unfortunately mm-hmm. causes about 2 million accidents every single year. And that's just here in the U.S. alone. And so this app saves lives is our approach. It's a rewards based approach that effectively engages really well-known brands around the country who sponsor great incentives to our audience of drivers for abstaining from distracted driving. And so drivers actually earn tassel points based upon the time they spend driving undistracted. We could talk about how the technology works, but our technology enables us to determine what you're doing on your phone when you're behind the wheel such that we can issue you these rewards points. And then, you know, drivers are able to redeem those points for free product and discounts from Reebok and Urban Outfitters and you know Shake Shack and Insomnia oh, Cookies, my personal favorite as, as someone with a, oh, a sweet tooth, uh, and a whole host of other brands around the country. So really using rewards and not punishments to drive meaningful behavioral change. That's awesome. And you know, we talked previously, you had said that there's you have a testimonial from a couple who they just they don't even look at the rewards per se, but they compete on the points. Who gets more points that week? So that yeah, between the husband and the wife. So yes, in addition to the the ability to earn great rewards, there's also some fun gamification built in. Who's the better driver? If we win that one by far. And we work with, by the way, we work with employers. So you know they run these corporate sponsored safe driving challenges to rally their employees around this mission. Well, we yeah. work with automotive insurance companies. 
so we're really leveraging, you know, this excitement of rewards and gamification across multiple channels to really, you know, be a force for change across this great country. That's awesome. Now it's only on iOS right now, right? I mean, I know everyone's always like they start on iOS because it's literally like three devices, not fifteen. Yeah, we but like it's only on iOS right now. iOS now, talked, right? iOS now, Android in the near future. Um, can't we wait. wanted to prove it out on uh, iOS at first, and and now that we've been able to prove that this this platform and this model actually works, that it does create meaningful improvements in safe driving behavior, you can expect to see us across across Android uh, in the near future. That will be an adventure because every device is different. <laughs> For sure. But I I love the idea because it actually slow me down. I mean, I don't look at my phone a whole lot. And you, we had, you had mentioned pr- previously that it doesn't dock you for having Spotify open, just not touching it. Yeah, as long as you're, you know, you can use your navigation, stream your favorite music or, you know, podcasts, even the Entrepreneur's Enigma. Um, yeah. And you can make hands-free calls. But the second that you go to really meaningfully interact with your phone to send a text, to browse the web, to check your email, mm. to scroll through your Facebook feed and so on and so forth. How do people do this? I don't know how people can actively do this. And not crash into a tree right away. Well, you know, it's just like beyond that. You'd be surprised. I mean, it's uh, two million accidents is a lot of accidents. And, you know, I think we, we've all been in that situation where we've been out and about, whether we're driving on the, you know, the, the, the main roads where we live or even on the highway. And you look out of your, your side, your side window and you see someone yeah. at the highway moving 60 or 70 miles an hour looking heads down on their phone, which is, which is nuts, but it happens. It's terrifying. But it happens all the time. Um, in fact, COVID has actually, there's been studies that have shown that we are now more addicted to our phones and our technology today than we were mm-hmm. pre-COVID. And you've got more Makes sense. more drivers yeah. out there opting for the, the relative, quote unquote, safety of their own cars in place of public transportation. And so it's the perfect storm for distracted driving. More cars on the road, um, more people addicted to technology. Uh, by the way, more commuters, cyclists, uh, people biking to work, walking to work. And so, yeah. you know, the, the timing couldn't couldn't be more important. We're going to take a quick break, hear from our sponsors, and get right back to the show. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. So you've had both sides of the entrepreneur coin, investing entrepreneurs, being an entrepreneur three times over. What is the scariest thing about being an entrepreneur? I think for me, it's always been that, um, you know, and I think this is probably something that resonates with most entrepreneurs, but it's the, it's the level of uncertainty. You know, you don't necessarily know where your next meal is coming from in the early days of growing a business. It's not a constant, you know, paycheck coming from a big corporate job. And so, you know, if you're in my shoes and you've got, you know, a family to feed, 
if you've got um, bills to pay, uh, I have a new child on the way. The risk profile, you need to be comfortable with the understanding that, you know, 95, 98% of startups fail. Um, and, you know, you need to be comfortable with the fact that, you know, this is something that could be massively successful or it could just be another notch in your belt in terms of, of a good learning experience. Mm-hmm. Now, on the flip side, what's the best thing about being an entrepreneur versus being, especially being on the other side, investing in entrepreneurs? You know, what's amazing is you can get up every single day, get out of bed, create something that creates instantaneous and meaningful change. You, you're not you're not just a cog in the wheel at a large business. You are a you are in the driver's seat and the things that you mm-hmm. do on that day um, can be massively you know, impactful and successful or not so successful but but you are in the driver's seat and if you like to, if awesome. you like to create if you like to build if you like um if you like that opportunity like that is the beauty of, of being an entrepreneur that's awesome so ryan where can people find you online is it is it this app saves lives.com this app saves lives.com uh, you can search for it in the apple app store as well uh, this app saves lives or t-a-s-l tassel for short very cool. And then you're on, you're over LinkedIn. So if they want to find you, it's Ryan Frankel, E-L, not L-E, right? Correct. Ryan, thank you so much for coming on. This is awesome. Everyone, check this app out. I can't wait till it's on, on Android. Thanks for having me on the show. This is great. Awesome. Well, thanks for being on. That was a great show. Hey, if you're enjoying Entrepreneur's Enigma, please give us a review on the podcast directory of your choice. We're on all of them. And these reviews really help others find the show. Also, if you're getting value from the show and want to buy me a coffee, go to the show notes and click on the link to help me stay awake while I bring you more great episodes to your ears. That's in the show notes, and I look forward to the next episode. Take care, guys. hopes you have enjoyed this episode. You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Robbie Samuels hosts the On the Schmooze podcast. Robbie, tell listeners what to expect from the show. Since 2015, I've interviewed entrepreneurs who overcame challenges to achieve success in their field or industry. Tune in to On the Schmooze to listen as I ask deep questions to elicit untold stories about leadership and networking. And where can people subscribe? Find the show at ontheschmooze.com or on marketingpodcast.net or just search for it wherever you get your podcasts. You heard them. Go subscribe. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.